You're listening to 103.5 FM, the Sun Community Radio, WLSP-LP, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. And this is another edition of Homeroom with Brad Saren. Hello. Hello. I'm Todd Molesky. I'm the host of the show. We're here with Brad Saren, the superintendent of the Sun Prairie Area School District. Brad, good to see you again. Good to see you, too. How have things been going in the last couple of weeks in the district? Anything uh, uh, big going on? Oh my gosh, just unbelievable. We finished this uh, winter sports season with just an unbelievable showing by our students, which included anything from three state qualifiers in wrestling and a state championship in Drew Scherenbrock to boys swimming, had seven t- state qualifiers to co-ed cheerleading team taking third at nationals and first in the state. Our forensic team took first at the UW-Whitewater Speech Bowl. Our academic decathlon team competed at state. Our DECA team uh, competed at state and just did unbelievably. Both girls and boys hockey just did unbelievable at state. Uh, Everything from big eight champions as far as our conference in boys basketball, girls basketball, gymnastics, wrestling, girls hockey. you know, from our dance team to the basketball teams, we just did just really unbelievably. So yes is the answer. There's a lot going oh, on. Oh my goodness! And so now the, the winter sports seasons are done, and a track is is amping up, and all of our softball is amping up, and baseball is amping up, and lacrosse is amping up. So we'll have just an unbelievable showing of student athletes this spring too. It's a busy time of the year. Yes, it, it is. is. It always is. We're uh, happy to be introduced by our special guest, or be joined today by our special guest Tracy Caradine, who is the employee relations manager for the district. Tracy. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, nice to have you here. We're going to talk a little bit about employment in the district today, I guess. And Brad, why don't you, uh, why don't you take over for a minute here? Sure, sure. So, uh, you, know, we're, uh, you know, we're one of the biggest school districts in the state of Wisconsin. We've got 8,200 kids, and to serve those kids and families in this community to an excellent degree, it means that we have to hire a workforce for that. So we have just under 1,200 employees across all of the schools, and then of course the, the district office that's, that serve our, our, our students. So you know, when, you, when you go about you know, that task of being able to hire people to serve kids and students, it's somewhat complex. And so what we do is we guide that process, like all processes in the school district, by looking at our vision and purpose for the school district. So. We're, we're lucky to have a vision and mission for the school district that's based on what the community expects, which is, was just an unbelievable task. It happened in 2014 with, uh, with um, uh, Tim Culver and then also Tom Weber, the, the board president. And so they formulated this vision of being recognized as a high-performing school district of choice that reflects the cultures of our diverse community. And our mission, or as I say, our purpose, is to inspire and prepare every child every day by providing relevant, engaging, and innovative learning experiences, not only inside, but outside of the classroom. <clears throat> so when we think about that vision and purpose, we have sort of three, I'm sorry, we have four parts of our strategic plan that lead up to that. The first thing that we need to do is we need to teach, and kids need to learn to an excellent degree. We need to have the workforce, the unbelievable workforce, to serve our kids. We need to engage your community, which this is a part of it. And we also need to have the facilities and the operations in order to support it all. One key area in our strategic plan that really drives us serving kids and families 
is that workforce focus. And so we need to do this process. We need to be able to attract, and we also need to be able to retain our people to an excellent degree. And in the Dane County region, because everybody, all the school districts in the Dane County region are vying for the best teachers and the best support staff that they can possibly get their hands on, this is a tough task. So, um, so one of the things that the Sun Prairie Area School District is really proud of is that we have uh, one of the, the lowest turnover rates of all of the Dane County uh, school districts. So that means that, that we turn our staff over to a lower degree than any other Dane, Dane County school district, which is just unbelievable. Uh, coupled with that, we are uh, we were voted by our staff as 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 the best place to work in Sun Prairie, and so those are just a couple of indicators. It tells you that there's some good things happening and good reason for people to stay around. Yes, there. and it is Tracy, and it's our principals, and it's Malika Ivanko, who's our HR director, and it's it's all these just a team effort and to be able to attract and retain great people. So when we unpack that concept of workforce focus. Uh, what we what we define that as is to be able to proactively recruit, retain, and engage talent that reflects and is responsive to our diverse community, and so that's something that's really important to us. And so, when we talk about those things, Tracy, I'll bring you in here. Um, what are the big the big factors that play into what how that pertains to what you do for the district? So my job is to make sure that we have viable candidates for the positions as they come open, when they're open. And we also look at what we need. So whether it's middle school, elementary school, if it's our 4K, we look at that. We also have an alternative school as well. So we're always looking for teachers. We're always, um, I think our training that we have for the teachers once you get them there, because you're always looking for quality over quantity. So we make sure that we have teacher mentoring when we get them in there so that we keep them and that's why our turnover rate is low because our professional development program is out of this world mm -hmm. so that they're always learning, they're always making sure that they're on top of things as they're in their profession so they grow in their profession as well. And we were talking a little bit before off the air about the the mentoring mm -hmm. uh, that's done with teachers and I wonder it's if you can, yeah, I wonder if you could describe how that works and what kind of feedback you've gotten from from both sides of that from the teachers and then from the mentors as well in terms of how it's it's helped with that retention level well as i told you earlier that's one of the hooks for us in our recruitment is our teacher mentoring so it's for the full three years so the first three years of a new teacher um, coming into Sunbury, they have a teacher mentor. It's someone they can go to if they have a question, an issue, or they want to bounce ideas off of them. They also are there for them for anything, for help with almost anything as far as teacher-related, job-related. Um, that program starts out from the day that they or get there so we have a week-long program for new teachers before the school before the school year starts and they're in there they're doing um, programming, human resources comes in there to make sure all their paperwork is in. So we really take them and guide them along the way. And for the whole full three years, teachers come to us and we do surveys to make sure that everything is going right. And if there's something that is missing, they let us know. And we try to work with that programming to say, okay, here's what they say is missing, or can we amp this up? Or they're looking at more programming. So as the group changes, so does our, our program and the 
the programs that we offer. Yeah, that's an investment that has to be made at, at multiple levels. You mm -hmm. know, the district, the the, the teachers, the, the mentors, the teachers, yes. everyone has to be buying into that. I wonder if either one of you can maybe address um, how that benefits the district, I guess, big, big picture in terms of not having to always, you know, replace a teacher you know you're going to have to replace some teachers every sure. year it's mm -hmm. just a natural part of turnover but to not have to do it maybe to the levels you would is, is a beneficial thing for the district all, all around i would imagine well sure when when you turn turn any type of position over there's that investment of the time that it takes to interview and replace that teacher which which the the lower turnover you have the less investment that you have in that type of an action and the more you can spend it on what you want to spend it on your time on, which is which is teaching kids how to how to read, teaching kids how to do mathematics, and all the other things. Uh, another thing that we think about is that when we bring teachers in, we immediately begin to start investing those teachers within our staff development program and our mentor teachers. And so, the longer that we can retain teachers and benefit from that development, it's better for kids and it's better for our system. Mm -hmm. So, from everything from <coughs> The benefit of the staff development to the teacher teams and the relationships that develop between parents it, it all matters a ton yeah mm -hmm. uh, I, and I we were again talking before we, we came on the air with Tracy I, and just as a reminder you're listening to homeroom with Brad Saron on 103.5 FM the Sun um, Tracy the uh, the recruitment of teachers and staff and not just teachers I know it's it's there's staffing mm -hmm. beyond teachers I, teachers are probably what what people think of most I guess that's the most direct connection a lot of people have with a school is their their child's teacher but um, the recruitment of staff how how you go about doing that there there's you know you're looking to find certain roles to be filled uh, how is how does it happen Depends. Okay. So if you're looking at teachers, what we do in my, in part of the recruitment plan that we have, we do a lot with partnerships. So we partner with schools, but we also partner with community centers because when you're looking for teachers, it's not just necessarily within the school of education. It's also work experience because a lot of job fairs, there's teachers who are already working. Mm -hmm. So we also go to um, neighborhood centers. So like Darbo, Salvation Army, we work with um, Kennedy Heights. So different uh, community centers because there are people there who have education degrees, but they're doing something just a little bit different, but they still work with kids in a way that we're also looking for as well. Also, too, I want to say that your first five years as a teacher is very important, and mm -hmm. that works with yeah. your retention because your first three years we look at, but then after that we give them that fourth year. It's like, okay, go <laughs> work, but we're still there. Right. You're a little bit more on your own and right. everything, but you're still getting the support. The visual yeah, is we yep. put them on the edge of the nest and we push them. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the kind of things that we look for. We don't necessarily go always traditional because you do in the – the recruits that we have are very savvy, very savvy, mm -hmm. because a lot of them do volunteer work outside of their educational. So we have people who work for Avid Tutors. We have people who work at the Boys and Girls Club. We have um, a lot of bilingualism going on. A lot right. of the kids that we have have ESL cert certifications, um, English as a second language, English language learners they always have that certification too. So they're broad. So we have to look at that too. And so some Prairie School District are professional development programs focuses on that as well yeah and you get a lot of these uh, a lot of talk or a lot of uh, referrals by word of mouth 
Is that uh, how a lot of people come to the district? Correct. Correct. So I do a lot with recruitment and retention. I send out a lot of emails to specific um, groups mm-hmm. on the, the Internet um, through email. But then also, too, I give my card and I'll say, oh, yeah, I heard about you. Some prairie is looking for it. And they have a name. And then they come in, and a lot of times, depending on what the position is, if it's a support staff position, and some people just, they're not used to using a website or using computers, they can come into the district, and I will literally help them apply. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, I've helped them build resumes so that they can apply. So we make sure that they get in, but they do have a name and a face to come to. Sure. The, um, I think one of the uh, areas that is in specific need from from what I've heard is support staff and this is something that Correct. is uh, probably true at a lot of districts mm-hmm. it's true here in Sun Prairie correct what, what are the the, the the factors there what are you looking for in people and and how can people you know you, you talk about people can come right in the door and you'll help them out mm-hmm. how do people uh, look get in touch with those kind of positions so we do everything online, so they can go to our website, the Sun Prairie School District website. We also have what's called WeCan, and that's the, the application process that we use right now. And then also, too, we do a lot with newspaper ads. We put that out there. And a lot of times they can look at those positions, and if they have any questions, they can call to say, does it fit my skill set? We also work with the Urban League. Um, we do recruitment there, and there we do on-site applications we do it right then and there mm-hmm. we do it with the dane county uh the, it's not called the w2 program but we work with them as yeah. well so where they do like an internship and then nine times out of ten they like it so much they apply and we end up hiring them sure i i think just to define what support staff is i i, I that's a pretty vague yes. term i know but i mean there are very specific uh, jobs in in that fall under that umbrella yep, so it would be food server helpers so they're working in the kitchen um, it would be custodial staff it would be cleaners custodians it would be grounds workers and then also to playground instructional aids special ed assistants so those would all be considered and classified as support staff and these are all integral parts of, of what Correct. goes on in the district i know brad because you know you can't put a school together and put a learning environment together without all, without all of those pieces, correct? Well, it certainly is challenging without it. I mean, so, you know, each school district or each school within the school district has just got regular operations that we need to happen, that need to happen. We need to serve students that have a disability and have an IEP. We need to have adequate supervision on our on playgrounds and in lunchrooms. We need to be able to access substitute teachers when mm-hmm. when teachers get ill or if someone's on paternity or maternity leave. And so that's all that's all a part of the operations that 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 we need to maintain and cultivate in order to just have healthy environments across the district. And also, that also includes substitute staff. Substitute teachers, substitute Mm -hmm. support staff. So every position that I mentioned has a substitute or may need a substitute. Right. And then you get into uh, making sure people are available when you need them. Yes, Mm -hmm. huge area of emphasis for us. So another thing that I'm sure Tracy will talk about, just the fact that that if people are out there working for you know real optional part-time things, we have we have positions available for substitute teaching or any of the positions mm-hmm. within substitute custodial services and school nutrition or instructional aids or any of those any of those areas. If if, if people are looking for something that uh, that uh, they have choice in and that just have some some uh, flexibility and options mm-hmm. in terms of working, please reach out. Go to our website. Go under employment uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm reach out and, and we'll connect the dots with you. And this also goes with coaching. 
We're always looking for coaches, lifeguards. So, and also to health assistants. Every school has school nurses. So we're always looking for substitutes for them as well. Sure. Uh, That website, just in case you're wondering, is sunprairie.k12.wi.us. We should get that out there too. That's the URL. But if you you go to, for example, Google and you just type in Sun Prairie Area School District, it's the... It's the first thing that pops up. We would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's. I mean, let's talk a little bit more about um, the the staffing and, and how they they interact with with students. I guess uh, we, we were talking. You, you were mentioning the devices that all the kids have in mm-hmm. the district now. Mm-hmm. I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah, one to one devices. Yeah, correct. How how does that does that work out so well? I mean, that that everyone is able to have what they need to get the education that they need. That's, See, that's I'm not surprised thing. because these kids are very tech savvy. They are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Amazing. They are. So our, our, we have a one-to-one program across the school district where we're able to supply Chromebooks to students um, across the school district. And uh, coupled with that, we also have just exceptional people in our, in our libraries and also exceptional uh, teachers that are trained in utilizing the technology Um, to an excellent degree in order to amplify the learning in the classroom. So when you go into a classroom, what is possible when you have technology in the classroom is just different. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that Tracy would say is is that for people that have that aptitude with technology, that's awesome. But we also have this development for people that are looking to improve in that area too. Yeah. So it's just, it's not an obstacle uh, in terms of employment. So if you are someone that wants to be a substitute or if you want to be a, um, you know, be in custodial services or school nutrition or uh, instructional support or even teachers, just make certain that you know that, that, that we have just unbelievable development in order to, to train people to understand how do, you, how do you help support a group of kids that all have technology in front of you? We've got people there to help. And Tracy, I know that's that's a big thing that people yeah. people want to uh, hit the ground running when they start a job. But there's going to be help. Correct. Uh, and and at a lot like we we're talking about with teachers getting mentors all along the way, support staff are going to have that kind of help to get them. Correct. We have along. training for the support staff just as well. So they do prof- uh, development as well on different things and that it goes for the food server helpers we make sure that they're serve safe certified and we offer that training so we have training for everybody everybody so let's remind people again how they can get involved if they want uh, want to look up where these jobs might be or to uh uh, or to, to get in touch with you, how would, how would they get in touch with you? Well, if they want to get in touch with me, they can send me an email. And my email address is T-A-C-A-R-A-D at, and then all one word, sunprayschools.org. Or they can call me, um, 608-834-6522. And I can help navigate through the system. We can look at what kind of jobs they have. They can send resumes and we can look i have people who call me and say okay i'm looking for a job what do you have <laughs> and we can go through the list and you've all i mean it looks like you've got a sheet that's that's always got something available there correct. right correct yeah, why don't you just talk about some of the positions that we have open right now for people to, to possibly apply to so for support staff like i said earlier we have a youth advocate position so they're really help with the students during all parts of their their day we have soccer we need a coach. Mm-hmm. We have lifeguards. We're always looking for lifeguards. We have cleaner, um, both at elementary, district office, and high school level. We need grounds workers. And that we also have, uh, be looking out in the newspaper, we are now recruiting for seasonal help 
for the summer. Sure. So that goes from April all the way through November. We have food server helpers. We're always looking for those. Substitute positions, always looking. And we're hiring now for yeah. those positions for the fall okay. as well. And then we're always looking for long-term subs for special ed assistance. We're looking for a payroll assistant right now, which is a big one mm-hmm. that we're looking for. As far as certified staff, which would be teachers, we're looking for associate principal for the middle school. We're looking for two long-term subs for uh, elementary school principals, and that's a short term. Mm-hmm. So that would go probably to the end of the school year. We're also looking for long-term substitute teachers and various so special ed teachers, social studies teachers, and then we're looking for school teachers, so grades one, three, four, and five, I do believe. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you memorize it after a while. I bet, but yeah. we're looking for those positions. And that's, I mean, that's a lot to... Uh to keep track of the, the that you're looking for people for there. Mm-hmm. How does it? Uh, how do you keep on ta- keep on tra- uh, keep on top of all those kind of things? I check it at least three to four times wow. a week, and then sometimes daily, depending on what I, what we're looking for. Wow, yeah. that's amazing, Brad. The uh, the HR arm of of the district. Sure. Can you talk about wh- how valuable that is and and how important the work Tracy and and others. Uh, are, are, are doing in, in getting things done at the district? So, I, I mean, I should say that, that, that all of the departments at the district office, from HR to our business and finance to the facilities and uh, grounds to, to our athletics department, to school nutrition, to technology, everybody is there in a supportive role to, do for, to, to help schools do excellent things for kids. And so uh, there's just such a direct line of sight in between what HR does in terms of hiring just unbelievable people to be in our classrooms and supporting those classrooms to be clean, safe environments where we care about kids. And so they're, um, um, they're, they're you know, it, not only essential but integral to the, to the strategic goals that we have. So, I mean, you figure that, that, that in the 2015-16 school year, we had a turnover rate of 6.2% for professional educators. Now that's that's done by extension from partnerships between our HR, all of our principals, the way that we engage staff across the school district. That's something that we're super proud of. You just can't have it, a low turnover rate like that without excellent people like Tracy and without just that caring attention that you can tell in trying to find quality people as we naturally have some of that, you know, some people, you know, who are either you know retiring or something life gets in the way where they've got to, you know move to a different city or we end up adding a adding a, a teacher because we had an enrollment bubble pop up so so those are just natural things that sort of occur in a school district right and obviously that comes up comes into play a little bit more with a couple new elementary schools coming yes, on board in a few so years that'll be coming up so uh this so we are right in the process right now of hiring a planning principal okay they will be going through the process for this next year okay great Tracy, anything else you wanted to add there? Yeah, and also, too, it is a team effort. And then we also have someone in um, the HR department who can translate, read, write Spanish. So -hmm. we do have a lot of people. So if they come in and there's a language barrier, we do have people that can help. And a lot of my recruitment stuff that I send out, we have it translated into Spanish as well. Great. Well, Brad, I want before we get done here, I wanted to touch on we, at the top of the show. We t- you went through a list of things that are happening in the district, but I know there's a couple, couple things I wanted to to, to mention and get out there. There's a, a few more listening sessions left for the Boundary Task Force. There's there is one coming up tonight mm-hmm. at six thirty at Royal Oaks Elementary and uh, Thursday at six thirty at Creekside Elementary. And uh, how have those been going? 
Uh, they've been going excellent. So the, the plan for the Boundary Task Force is to not only engage the task force, uh, but in between uh, the times when the large task force meet, to go out in a supportive role to all the schools and just get feedback from people. This time around, we were just uh, really interested in and how people were thinking about the inputs of how we would make the decision. And we collected all of that information, you know, and continued to collect that information from across the district. What we'll do then is we'll bring that information back to the large boundary task force. They'll process it and begin to be able to make decisions, not only from the input of that group, but also all the listening sessions that came before it. Sure. Um, you had mentioned the boys and girls hockey teams getting to state, and as a hockey guy, Indeed, I, I, yep, wanted hockey make, guy. I wanted yeah, to make sure that that got out there another yes. time. That was awesome to see. Just unbelievable. This, yeah. so the kids did just great. And if you think about just the amount of, of practice those kids did, the support networks around them with you know youth associations and parents right. and, and, and coaches, it's just really an unbelievable task. And to have both of them happen yeah, at the great. same time, yeah. just super. Yeah. Like we made it to the Collie. Yep. Collie bound. I wanted to make sure that we, uh, I saw this on the district's Facebook page, actually, which you can find by searching Sun Prairie School on Facebook. Uh, this week is National School Breakfast Week. And it I, is. I, I know I've seen how important it is for kids to have a good breakfast, to have a good day at school. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, I think maybe it gets overlooked sometimes. Mm -hmm. So important. And, and I think we should just recognize that that's, mm -hmm. that's an awesome thing that's going on this week. Yep. And so yesterday morning, I was at Westside Elementary serving breakfast to, uh, we served, we served almost 130 breakfasts wow. yesterday we morning. Wow. Making a lot of our own. Making a lot of our own, too, where, where beautiful kids come in, they are able to get a breakfast and start the day off well. So uh, I think we should just, in, in recognition of that National School Breakfast Week, should, we should recognize all of our cooks in every mm -hmm. single kitchen across the district and how much care and concern they have for all of our kids and how much they, they just love them up every morning. And are also the, the Kathy Walker and Kathy Burke, the, the leaders of the school nutrition department that just do an excellent job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the people that, that don't necessarily get the thanks in the schools, but they do so much of the good work behind the scenes to, they do. to they get do. that to happen. That That's great stuff. Anything else you wanted to, uh, to mention this week before we... Uh... Uh, just that if, if you're a person out there that's looking for a, a change in employment and you love kids, you love to be around kids, and, um, and you're looking to be a part of the energy of what a school district is, please don't feel bad about reaching out. Uh, go to the website, give Tracy a call. We'd be happy to actually hand-on-hand hand walk you through what that's like and also because one of our goals is to be a to, to have a workforce that reflects the diversity of our community if you are a person and if you are african-american or if you are hispanic or if you are asian or if you are of any ethnicity please reach out we would love to consider you for some uh some for employment inside the school district that's really important to make sure the 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 staff at schools reflects the diversity of our uh, of our community Indeed. And, and i think that that's great to hear yeah tracy anything else you want to add before we wrap up here today um, we're looking at doing a recruitment fair sometime in April or May for our support staff. So please be looking for that. Great. Well, Tracy Carradine, thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have you here. My pleasure. Brad, thank you. Again, thank you. We'll, we'll see you in a couple weeks. A couple here. weeks. Our next show is planning on uh, March 22nd, Indeed. which will... Uh, We'll have more good stuff for you then. Uh, th my name's Todd Molesky. Thank you again for joining us. This has been Homeroom with Brad Saren on 103.5 FM, The Sun Community Radio. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm
saved by the 